Uh, say hello, Eric. What up, what up? It's your boy E-Mix, 253, Instagram, <laughs> so yeah, um, I met Eric when I moved when I lived in uh, Washington State. We was both in uh, radio broadcasting school together. You know, um, yep, I ninety one FM. Hey, check 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 this out. Let's see if I can get it to work. Oh, you got some old audio. Yep, if I can get it to play. The source of the sound, 991 FM, is giving you a chance to win Avril Levine's start topping debut CD. Tune in all this week for your chance to win. It's not complicated. Just listen all week for your cue to call to win her classic debut CD. Let go. I-91 staff and family members not eligible. That means you, Mom. Only one winner per household. So if you like free music like I like free music, you'll keep it locked to Tacoma's Music Source for your chance to win on I-91 FM. <laughs> hey, that wasn't that wasn't half bad though. Yeah, it was to me. It was it was good stuff. You know what I mean? You know, we did a we did a lot there, but I think we could have did a lot more. Um, uh, at I the tell you, I tell you what, for the technology, the time, see, a lot of people lose track of the time of the technology, man. Yeah, it was it was it was yeah it was we were right on the verge. Yeah, yeah, but it was like technology was just about to just take a huge boom because I remember uh, when they first start talking about podcasts back then, you know, and then uh, remember we had and, and you know what I just played that on mini disc. Yeah, remember those mini? Yep. I had I can't remember I had my real reels for a long time and I don't know what happened to them. One of my moves they just disappeared. <laughs> you uh, you always was a, a, a clean freak, <laughs> yeah, and, I, and, man. and I'm yeah. your, and I'm your I'm your boy Clutter. <laughs> hey, balance, balance. Yep. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna talk about uh, the, this is uh, this is New Year's Eve Eve. Um, I'm gonna try to get it edited up and pushed out tonight. We're gonna just talk about the year uh, 2020. It's been a, a terrible year. One of the worst years on record for just about everything. Um, what do you think are the like the three biggest stories of 2020? Well, you got coronavirus. Yeah, I think that's that's, that's the Jay Z. That's uh, the 2020 news stories. Yeah, that's number one. So we're talking the Jay Z, Big and Nas of the 2020 news stories. You you go yeah you you can I, I wouldn't I wouldn't put Biggie up there but go ahead. Uh, there you go there you go that's all right though. Uh, definitely the election. Yeah. The election the elections uh to be honest we'll get into that down the road but I think the election actually should have been number one. No right. well because more people the, the pandemic hey, affected the entire it it. We'll get into that as we rolled out rolled rolled. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it started out. It started out January. Started out rough. It started out with those the Australian wildfires, um, devastating, devastating. If I'm incorrect, if I'm correct, Kobe died. Kobe was in January too. Yep, and it was just, and it just, you know, and it just kept getting worse 
from from there. You know, I didn't go month by month. I'm just talking about the biggest things that should be on everybody's mind. I know there's stories that I'm gonna forget, that you're gonna forget. You know, that we might glaze over, but yeah, because it was so much terrible shit. You know, yeah, the, the top three though: the election, coronavirus. Kobe might be. Kobe is probably tied for three. I'm going to go with police brutality, the, the George Floyd. I think that was the, the number three for me uh, just because, uh, you know, you know, it was we, we've always had police brutality and, and we're probably and we're probably going to always have it. Um, I'll meet you halfway. Let's not put a name to it. Let's just a blanket curve. Police reform and just yeah, much needed police reform. I got I got an issue with attaching a single individual to it because the system got a way of positioning who we supposed to worship and honor. They got a history of it. Well, if you let somebody else dictate your history to you, um, I've never yeah. been that guy. You know, so you can tell me, you tell me this person's important, this holiday's important. Is it really? You know. You can't tell me even, you know, what we celebrate this stuff like Christmas, how far Christmas has, for one, from its origins, its pagan origin to where, okay, well, we're going to celebrate Christ's birthday to where it is now. It is, it's, yeah. calendar, point to that day on the calendar, and there's going to be a police murder. Um, 
And it's just and and this it's just like because you look at the if you look at the raw statistics of it, the, the police killing fifteen hundred to two thousand people a year, um, right. and then you know and the ones that are the most heinous that's what makes headlines. They try to say that the news media is hyping things up, but with social media, um, those things appear there first. The Michael Brown thing. I remember I saw a video of. Um, him laying dead in the street that somebody was shooting from their window. Um, and I seen that video before I saw the, the national headlines about it. Um, and that's what, and that's what happens with, with the George Floyd thing. Those things, when George Floyd, when George Floyd was murdered, um, that video was viral probably before the first reporter got there. So it's okay. it's it's a it's a little it's a little harder because you look now the police just no no, no. you made it more drastic yeah. you just make my point what I what I was leading to is a month prior to George Floyd who got killed uh, it's too hard it's it's too hard to keep up with them there's too many of them exactly because they throw so much stuff at us that until something sticks and what they want to stick is what's there. But his thing, his when did his his thing didn't come? But his he was murdered. But the the video the video didn't come out for like a month or two. Exactly. And again, that was not the government. The, the video came out prior to George Floyd. But he was not killed with taxpayer dollars. He was killed months prior to that. But he was not killed with taxpayer dollars. That's my issue. Those are that's why it was the the the, the things that made it. The, it was the Brian. It was Brianna Taylor. Breonna Taylor, it was a combination of Breonna Taylor and George Floyd. Because when you say George Floyd was a grown man, but when he was laying there calling out for his dead mother, that touched America. That touched American parents. You had Rush Limbaugh, Rush Limbaugh reaching out to the black community. Rush Limbaugh reached out. He reached out to the black community because it was such a heinous act. Well, you know what? A, a, a guy like him, he's going to have his listeners. He'll lose more listeners because ninety percent of the people that listen to Rush Limbaugh are hardcore racist. So, so he's going to so he's going to lose more listeners, you know, by by being a decent person. And that's what he did. And that's what he he called he called the Breakfast Club. And I think the Breakfast Club missed an opportunity. Like they lashed out at him. You know, instead of saying, hey, he has more influence than us, um, he can, you know, he can help. But they lashed out at him and refused, like slapped his slapped his hand away, you know. Um, and, and what I feel about, like Rush Limbaugh, he probably believes a lot of the stuff he says, but you can tell a lot of the stuff he says and does is just for publicity. Um, you know, and that's any, that's, that's most, that's most members of the media, though. Eric, it comes out. Everything's a conspiracy to you. You trust nobody. Um. No one. <laughs> no one. So, I 
say that type of stuff. No. So that way it doesn't get confused by my people. I don't want my people to think I'm talking less of George. So no. Like, no, but I don't think nobody take it like, I don't think anyone would take it like that. Nobody me. used. I don't think. I don't think people used. It was. It was a. It was a tragedy. It was a. It was a. It was an unplanned tragedy. It was. But I'm gonna tell you this. Anything involving the police, if they don't want us to see it, even though they got videotape of it, they can hide it. No, they, there's too many videos of them coming out. There's too many videos, and this is this is what first I was mad at Barack because Barack. I thought was soft on um, on police brutality, and he may have been our last hope. Um, and I think that's why him and Eric Holder. That's why Eric Holder left, because I think Eric Holder, you know, he wanted to step on the gas on 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 police reform, and Barack was was wasn't wasn't with it. You know, these are, I, I have based it on nothing, but that's what I feel. Um, you know, and. You know, so but what those when he made the body cams, I was like, what the hell is a body cam going to do? And but what the body cams have done is it proves that everything that poor people, black people, Hispanic people have been saying for half a century, police are hot garbage. They are worse than the people that they are cuffing and putting in cars, and and they get caught lying every day. They get caught brutalizing. Um, raping women on video every day. You know, um, there's more police brutality and police misconduct videos than episodes of of, of goddamn cops. Um, you know, and it just and what that did is is it shattered the um, innocence of a lot of white people who thought that police were good people, and they are at large at, at the as a majority. I think they're they're shitty. Um, shitty people. Um, I think there are good ones, but I think I 100% believe that there are way more bad ones than good ones uh, because there's too many bad ones. So if you had some, if you, if the good ones outnumbered the bad, there would be less bad. So I You're think it's the other way around. What's that? We're about half the size of Tacoma, okay. but we got 10 strip clubs. Go ahead. In somebody's trailer. <laughs> they still call it a juke joint. So, uh, well, I was going to see if you could get the perspective of like a small town. Because that's really, okay, we know it runs rampant in the big states. Things is unchecked. Stereotypes sometimes play out. In the smaller towns, though, those are the ones that really need the magnifying glass and the microscope. Because having those cops in those small towns they go to school in those small towns who are they policing and this is a good and a bad thing well but this this is why I want to disagree with that because I think in the small towns um, even a shitty person everybody's not a, a homicidal maniac um, so even in a small town they may whoop somebody's ass they went to high school with but they're not scared to death where they will murder them it happens yeah but I think no. it, you look at NYPD, right. you look you're at right. NYPD, right. any big city, any 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 major city, their police force, Chicago PD, when they're demanding that Jesse Smollett, just because he lied, apologize to them, they had secret jails where they would take 
people and beat them. They lie constantly every, and get caught on their own dash cams, committing murder, rape, uh, robbery, um, and nothing happens to them. They lie. They uh, tamper with evidence. They are a organized gang. Um, you know, whether they're making money or not, that's the only thing that keeps them from being a, a criminal organization is because they may or may not be making money, but they are definitely yeah, I violent. Like, I feel like most of the, the, the nation would agree with that. Nobody, nobody's in disagreement with that. Like, especially in the south and the, and the midwest is you got the good old boy system you got it in big cities but it's closer to this, this, the, the plantation mentality bounced off well, when was the last time you lived in, in the south uh, let's say I lived in the south half my life so how, how but how long has it been Yeah, the South is the South is is odd, but I I lived there, I lived there, I lived in. I, but I've been there. Yeah. I was in Virginia four years ago. Lived there for okay. I lived in Washington twenty years. I've been pulled over four times over twenty years. Every time, guess who was wrong? Me. Every time, yeah. guess who accepted it? Me. Yeah. Virginia for seven months, dog. I got pulled over or stopped while walking four times in seven months. The fourth time, uh, four police cars, all the cops with the guns drawn. How long they bought in the parking lot waiting for my daughter to get done work? Now, coincidentally, they got robbed the night before. So the cops are just monitoring the parking lot, so they say. But here's the deal: the same cops that that stopped me that night where I live because they would sit outside my uh, apartment and watch my car leave every day and follow whether it was me or my daughter in it. Just because we were in a part of town where the actual place we live, there was three black families. Two of them was military, one of them was mine. I, I've never been one that wanted to integrate a, a uh, neighborhood. Um, I turned down jobs when I worked for the government because I would not take my kids to those little inbred towns where they would be a freak show. Um, I would I would never if it, if when I move in the neighborhoods I look at the neighbors. I don't want to live. I don't want to be the only the only ink spot. Um, you know, it's just I, because I got to have peace at home. That's why I, every time I get new neighbors, I get nervous because I'm like, what if. What, What? We gonna put the, we gonna put a pen in this and part of this conversation to come back to it at another date. I know. And I'm like, I'm on my square, right? Everything you're talking about, you on your square. Oh no! When it comes to women, we have no line. <laughs> no, I've hey, I've talked about it on here, you know, and I talk about too because I accept I got a little I got a little cornball in me. Um, and the black, for real, and I, I'm, I'm up front with it. The black women that I've dated. Yeah. Like that, the, and, you 
Like I, I, I tell my sisters that always be on me for dating other than you know than sisters. I have probably in my life, my club in life, I don't think I have pulled a black woman out of the club probably less than five times in my entire um, adult life. The black women that I date are women that I know, either I work with them, grew up with them, um, or meet them some other way. Uh, but I, just. I, I, Yeah. If you don't fit the stereotypical one of the two, it's the baller or the drug dealer. That's what I said. It's like the, even here in Fort Wayne, it's like the 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 the, the, the women the. This is the option you have. Like, and, and and I know there's 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 some other ones out here, but um, you have the uh, thugnificent ones that are just just so hood, too hood for me. Honestly, you know. Even know how I grew up, how I grew up. They're just too hood for me, my age, and you still doing hood, you know, um, hood mentality. You know, I can't, we, we, we ain't going to mesh. Or you got those ones that are overachievers that are doing and way too much and want you to do, you know, and there's nothing, again, there's nothing wrong with them pushing you. But, um, you know, it's just like, look, we on our second or third date and you, you trying to get me signed up to, to, finish my damn masters <laughs> you know i'm like that's you doing way too much with that um, yeah if it, if it ain't in you on your own like the the, the nudge is good but if it ain't in you that inspiration becomes nagging yeah it's like you you don't you yeah you don't really want me if you want me to be somebody else let's you take the time heard, to you get the term read the room yeah No, it's like they refuse to open up. They just, you know, it's like, this is, you know, I don't care what's on this cover when I open the book. Uh, I don't care what's on these pages. When I open this book, I'm going to say what I want, what I want the story to be about. And I just, you know, that's, that's, it's, it is what it is. And then in a lot of other black women, you're poisoned because you have dated, if you, you've dated outside the race. If you don't date black women exclusively exclusively you almost have to um you almost have to exclude them from your dating pool because they will not date you you know uh because they feel like something's wrong with you because you you know have not dated nothing but nothing but sisters man no matter how you grew up you know no matter what and it's 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 unfortunate like i said like them uh you know, there's a there's a lot there's a lot of good corny brothers that they missing out on. And we and, and we are we are and we're we're drinking it, you know, lovingly. Yeah. 
stories and with um, police brutality. <laughs> I'm going to time off reading now. We got police brutality. We had the election, which you can also say is the election slash Trump, because he's been the top story for the past four years. Then you got the coronavirus. All of this is manufactured belief. And one of the only people in the world that understand why I think this would be you. We will broadcast the news. We got our stories from one or two places. Because the internet wasn't popping like that yet. We got it from the newspaper. Or we got it from other places. It's the same place the newspaper got it from. Yeah, it was that news service. Yeah. Where's the news come from? Well, you can you can pick and choose. And that's what no, I... No, and that's, no, no, no. No, you can pick and choose what stories. Where did the stories come from? What story did you look for and couldn't find? I, I know the news comes from the AP news desk, right? Yeah, that's where we got it from. But they, but I'm telling you, this is what I'm saying. Like everybody, everybody's not out to get us. A lot, enough people are. But if you look at that, was our news? Was our news? Was were we ever told what to report and what not to report? I was never. I was. I reported my own stories. If we went too far out the box, you and I both know we went as far out the box as was allowed, and what they called it was entertaining. They said that we had the most entertaining combination because we just kind of went off script, but we stayed within the playground of rules that they gave us. Our news choices, the stories we we could we could. Tell any story we wanted to tell, as long as it came from the AP news desk. But I'm just gonna say, but they report there's a story, there's a story on the AP. There's there's, I've never looked for something and not found it. So it was my choice to report on it or not report on it. I was never, I was never told, hey, this is your second day. We had the internet, but it just wasn't. Social media is what changed everything, and that's exactly what it is. It's media because you see a lot of stories, and it's like, and if they want us to focus on the the Australian wildfires, but no, we want to look at this is whatever this is what's trending. We create those trends on social media. There's a lot of algorithms and stuff. Yeah, but if you, but let's say if you, yes, but the choices for me, um, were ample. I, I was never like, well, I want to hear about, you know, why aren't they talking about this? Why isn't there a story about this on the, uh, on the, on the AP? So, you know, I, I, I didn't have an issue with it because there's, I'm telling you, I think it, there's enough on there um, that you pick and choose what you think your listeners would listen to. Like if you, you know, you could pick and choose anything, but I think that's when, you know, the station manager would have probably stepped in. It's like, you keep reporting on 
nursing home stories, but when our top, our demographics are, you know, this age group to this age group, they don't care about this. Why would you even do a story on that? And I can't remember what the story was, but it was something I was doing. And I was like, why the hell am I even talking about this? Like, I'm thinking about it while I'm doing the news. Like, I was like, how did I choose this story? It was something so ridiculous. No, it was just because I was so like, I was just like, I, I don't, I, I can't understand why I chose this story, um, edited it. Nah, I tried to keep the, the news straight because that's kind of what I wanted to do. So I tried to do the no, news, I tried to do the no. news straight. You know, hey, it scares me how cynical you are. Like, I'm a person, like, I am, um, first time somebody, I hear something, I think about, okay, what really happened? You know, um, but I don't, maybe you're just more vocal about your cynicism than I am. Um, I know that national stories are hidden from us. Um, I know the truth about who really runs the world is hidden from us, Um, you know. I, I know that stuff, you know, like I, I don't take people's word um, for nothing. Like, you know, like especially even like women, you, you know, you date a woman, you know, you give a hell of five performance and she tells you about it. And I don't believe I'm not going to I'm not going to get you can't hype me up with that type of stuff. Um, I, I, I uh, you know, that's just that's, you know, even at, at work, like they somebody uh, praises me. I'm like, there's something behind this, you know, but I don't I don't express it. You know, because a lot of times you let people think you let people think that you're buying their bullshit. You know. Oh yeah, no, I play I play that game, but when it comes to my people, ain't no games to be played. And when I mean my people, I don't necessarily mean uh, ethnicity. I mean mind state. I mean I care about them. I love them. I'm not gonna just let my people be out here running around blind, deaf and dumb, and taking the the with the candy, man. I can't do it. What do you Part of it is, though, like I said from the beginning, I'm mixed. I came up in a time where certain... Now, I was born 10 years after it was made legal, but interracial uh, marriages was made legal. In the South. Like, yeah, a lot of... Yeah, in the South. But it, it was 20 years everywhere prior to that. But a lot of people forget. forget. Like, so my experience is different. I grew up in a time certain things were a rarity, and I also just wanted to know knowledge itself. I grew up always thinking my mama would always tell me, you got the best of both worlds. When you're, anybody want to give you a hard time about being mixed, you just tell them you got the best of both worlds. And I always looked at it that way. But but that's not the reality. You, If you're mixed, you, you've, been, you've been raised black, you've been treated black your entire life. Oh, oh 100%. Yeah. Like, I didn't know, like, being black, 
Well, it's a real thing. And it's a feeling. It's a real thing. But it's not a real... It's, it's part of the part of the wordplay trick that they use. But... But you... It's, it's, it's because... It's, it's, it's because of your experience and your upbringing. You was raised mainly by your mom. Your mom was a strong figure. Um, nah, nah. I was raised with a black daddy in the house. I was black than a motherfucker. Everyone I see Marcus Carvey, Malcolm X, Elijah Muhammad, and Martin Luther King. A but, picture of all four of them or the four M's. But you knew so you was, but you were still listening you were still listening to Neil Sedaka. No. Neil Sedaka. Your mom didn't have no uh Kenny Rogers records or nothing? <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just messing with you. My, my stepdad, who is my dad, who, the man who raised me, is from the the cotton fields of Alabama. My real dad, who I came to find out later, lived two hours away from where I went to high school, was raised in the cotton fields of Georgia. So no matter how you spin it, like the union was a beautiful thing against all adversity. But in my individual shell, growing up, it's been a journey. I didn't, you know, necessarily. My first, my first uh, freaking music was fucking Bon Jovi and uh, <laughs> a mixtape that had the Fat Boys, Fresh Prince, Lottie Dottie, yada yada yada. Those are my first two cassettes. Like my mind has been in the middle of my whole life. So I've never, I look at things from both sides. Yeah, and that's yeah, and that's yeah, that's what that's what I meant. Like your your experience, like. Most black people, especially in the South, like the South, does not play that mixed game. There's, there's, it, it happens, but it's just like when I lived there, um, it was the only place I've ever been that it, you had all black clubs and all white clubs. Like there was yeah. no, there was one time at the at the reflections in in Aniston. Um, I remember, I remember being in there, and I was like, who? You know, I thought somebody had like opened up a. a you didn't a, say Aniston, as in Alabama. Yeah, that's where I live. Yeah. Both my kids the was born. Both my kids was born in Jacksonville. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a strip club. It's a club, club, right? Reflections is a club. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've been there. Really? Yeah. <laughs> but no, but what? I, but back to the story. Yeah, but back to the story. Like I was in the club, and it's something that I it just never registered with me. And I was like, I thought somebody had like opened the door in the back or something, and there was like a a, a bright light in there or something. And I'm kind of squinting, and then I look, and I swear to God, I had been drinking, so that's why I'm thinking that way. And I look over there, and it was a blonde white girl in the club. And I just realized in like three years that was the first white person that I had ever seen in there. Um, and she just stood out and I thought that somebody had turned a light on, you know, because, because she stood out so much in there, you know, and that's, and this is what I'm talking about. I've, I've been going to that club for three years. I was married. I wasn't out there playing anyway, but, um, the first night I see a white girl in there, she's dancing with a brother and, uh, I walk by and she's grabbing at me trying to, trying to, trying to get to me get my attention and it never happened with a black girl never happened with a black girl in, yeah. in three years and it's and that's what i say it's just it's it's something it's it's about the way i dress or the way i don't dress um that um 
and and too because you know even even though it was a lot of military there, you know they they always say don't trust a a, a black man with no face no facial hair, you know, and that was and that was me like I just now grew my beard out like uh, because you know. But I've, you know, and, and, and it, you know, I didn't have a mustache. I shaved my mustache. And I ain't had a mustache probably since high school. Um, well, you kind of look goofy either a beard or nothing. What's that? You said I do? For you, I, I feel like you look, I don't know, it's like, kind of like you see your dad with a beard, right? And you yeah. shave it and you don't look right. Or you see your dad with, without one and you start growing. Like you're right in the middle. It's either beard or no beard. Well, how about you stop checking me out? Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. But it, it was just, and it's, it's just, it's, it's style. It's, you know, my, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hundred percent square, you know, yeah. and then, and this is, this is also what I want to, um, and I feel like we, we, we bashing, bashing black women, but what I want to say is when they, when, when you hear, when you hear when you hear black women say, "Oh, he hates his mother," that's why he he dates white women. When I look back, look at our our cultural uh, black cultural heroes, uh, Freddie Douglas. Freddie Frederick Douglass married a white girl. Um, Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King was in love with a white girl. Malcolm X. Malcolm X dated white women. Barack Obama dated white women. You know. That's uh, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But I'm just saying they just think, oh, you hate black people because of this. No, that's not the case at all. That means I know white people better than you. That's what it says to me. No, I'm just saying, like, like some people, like I, I can get along, and you're kind of like this too. I can get along with all, 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 all types. I'm older now, but even when I was younger, I had a little bit of trouble. Like, if I was in a hood that wasn't mine, you know, uh, just because of my squareness, they, what, what are they thinking? Cop. This motherfucker's a cop. Uh, you know. No, I wouldn't. Never, you can't never look at me and see victim. But I no, but no, never. I see, I see people look. I've been in, I've been in hoods to what mine. I see people look like, okay, this square motherfucker. Oh well, maybe not. There's, I you just, it's a look I give back. I ain't never seen it myself, but there's a look back like motherfucker. Come on if, come on if you want to. Yeah, I, I have, you know, it's, it, you know. But I can I can get I've been able to get along in those crowds I've been able to get along with um, you know uh, countryfied white folks um, you know all all sorts and I and I pride myself for that you know without giving too much of myself it's too easy you could go in there and, and, and do the Carlton dance to fit in um, but I, I never I never did that you know when I first moved here to Fort Wayne the the army unit that I went that I went in to take over was openly racist where the recruiters the recruiters would would not put black people 
in that unit unless it was the absolute last thing because they knew they were going to get mistreated. Um, and when I first got there, the first um, training assembly that I attended, I walked up to a group of soldiers, white soldiers. They were just soldiers. They were soldiers first. And, um, hey, how's the training? And they just got up and walked away from me. You know, um, but it just, you, you know, and then when people get to know you, they just happen to be, you know, two, two, two gals in the unit that got to know me and um, it changed and it just changed the entire um, environment. Cause you, you know, it was rough cause you got to look, they had that unit. We, I think they had two black people in the unit when I got there. Um, and then all of a sudden, like it within, within three months, they got a black commander, like the top, probably five people in the unit were black. So, <laughs> you know, to, to, you know, these are country boys, you know, and it was just, um, it was, it was rough for them because they figured like, oh, they're trying to take over and this and that. And it was openly hostile for a while, but you just, you know, sometimes you got to soften your stance to let them get to know you. And I think yeah, I, it sucks that we got to do that. And that ain't completely my good old boy comment. Like, it sucks that we got to do that. Well, it's, it's, it's the same. It's, I've, I've seen it. I've seen it in reverse. I've seen where, you know, you have a uh, like a majority black work crew or platoon squad, whatever. And then somebody else comes in and they're scared, you know, you know, because they're, you know, they coming in and it's a, it's a country boy or whatever. And then it's just like you get to know each other and all that stuff is gone. I've said it a million times. I think the military has done more for race relations than any policy marches, anything. Because you're forced to live with somebody and learn about them and respect them and care about them. Um, you know. uh, yes and no. As far as maybe within the United States on an individual basis, you take somebody out of a country hit town and another person out of another country hit town that ain't never seen another the other side of the race and they put them together, yes. But the blood is still on the hands as a whole. Get too deep on that because that's like nah. <laughs> nah, there's, there's, yeah, we, we, we have a get, we, we can never win. We can never win. We're playing a losing game because even if we're winning and we're fitting in and things are rolling, we've had to compromise some of the performing. We, we're not actually, actually in. So, like, you comment about the, the reverse side of it, right? I guarantee you that white boy. Actually loved. No, he was loved. treated like treated treated no the, treated like he was like like how he presented himself. Um, he could do some things uh, good. Once he was accepted, he was loved. Meaning when he went away, he wasn't talked about more than likely. There, he was he was and and because any. No, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm not talking about you and I's individual experiences. Because the people, once we get people's lives, man, like we're there. Like once we grow a root in the arts, it's real. And we can tell the difference between what's not. I'm talking as a whole. Any team, any team that I'm a member, that I'm a part of, we're not, we're, you just, I've always been, well, not always, but 
most of the time, I've always been in a position to kind of um, affect the entire environment. And we never, um, we never had that. Like for a long time, like um, I didn't, I forgot almost about racism until Hurricane Katrina. Like I just, because I, you know, because of the people that I was around, uh, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, whatever, um, and Tacoma, and 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 Tacoma, to, what's that? What'd you say? No, I didn't have. Well, I, I'm sure it, it 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 has some kind of effect in it, but until and and, and you see how Tacoma is. Are you still where you, where do you live? You still live out there in Tacoma? Okay, yeah, Tacoma, like, I remember going to my son's school, and I didn't grow up in classrooms like that. You go in there, that classroom was almost perfectly divided between black, white, Hispanic, and Asians. Um, I And it's, that's a beautiful thing to me. What school did he go to, though? It was, uh... Yeah, you lived out. I lived, actually, in Lakewood. It was, because it was, it was, Clover, it was I think it was Clover Park School District. Um, I forget the name of the elementary. But it was I didn't grow up in I didn't grow up in classrooms like that. I grew up and it was two blacks in, in, in every one of my classes. Second grade, third first grade, second grade, third grade. That's that was my school. That's how I grew it's, up. It's like that. It's like that in certain parts of Tacoma, uh certain parts of the north end, like it's still blended, but it's more like a economical thing. But what this is this is this is this is what Oh, I know it's bad out there. One hundred percent. Once you get the yep. Hill, Graham, yeah. But you know what? But that's why I didn't go. That's why I didn't. I didn't. I didn't go out there. I just. I stayed in Tacoma. Tacoma was a good town. Seattle was. Seattle was way more white, but it was still a friendly white. Um, but what? But what? What woke me up? What woke me back up to racism was when Hurricane Katrina hit, and all of these people in Tacoma. Tacoma always voted. The right way, Washington State always voted the right way and everything. Um, so when Hurricane Katrina hit, and these people, you, you see all these people um, kicked out of their houses and you know lost their homes, and the people were saying they started a thing on the news where they were offering to take in these people's pets, and I'm like, the goddamn pets. Let me stop using the Lord's name in vain. I'm like, what about the people? What about the kids? And that's what made me think like. What the hell are we doing, man? What what is that about? And it just and it just made me and I started seeing you know the the ugliness of it uh of it again. Um, but and once you step away from the from that's a Tacoma's a pretty military community. A lot of people retire there and, and stay there and all that. So you have a better grade of people. But once you get the further you get away from that, like when I moved back here to Indiana, like I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it was like the reason one of the reasons I left, man. And then when I came back, like you like you talking about you got pulled over. I got pulled over probably six times in the first two or three months I was back here, um, you know, for, you know, bullshit. Like they, they would, you know, I show them the military ID. Most of them would just say, OK, you know, let me go and feel like an asshole for, for picking on me. Um, and it wasn't it wasn't even in Fort Wayne. This was like my hometown is, a, is about an hour and a half drive away from here. 
So you're driving through all these little small-ass inbred towns, and that's who was pulling me over. You know, they would just be going, and you see them double-take you, and then I just got with So you see that police double-take, and I would just pull over and wait on them. And then they would, and they would come for some bullshit, like, why'd you pull over? You know, before, before you get, I'm trying to save your, save your siren time, you know. Um, but, yeah, it's just, you know, you have a, you know, decent attitude. You ain't, I'm not sh- shucking and jiving. Um, I'm not pissed off. Um, you know, I'm just like, whatever. If you're going to give me a ticket, give me a ticket. If you're going to let me go, let me go. Um, I'm not arguing with you. I'm not playing your game. Because, um, again, that military ID, a lot of times, that's from 9-11, a, a lot of times, most times, I only got one ticket. You know, and I was actually driving a military vehicle. That dude wasn't having it. He was just like, nah, you, you, you know. I was speeding, though, so I ain't, I ain't mad at him. But, and that, you know, and that's, it, but, but it was just so bad here. It's just like, I used language that I hadn't used in decades. And I'm not going into, I'm not going into, into, into detail. But it was just, and, it, and I had to step back. Um, you know, and really, you know, for real, stay out of my hometown because it was like a lot of, you know, a lot of shit was going on down there. Like, it, you know, it was just them trying to instigate and um, I was falling for it because I was so unused to it. I couldn't stay my calm self. I'm older now. I can stay calmer now, you know, and now I got to stay calm because my temper is so where if I lose it, I'm, I'm going away. I'm making making national headlines but it's you know it's it's terrible and then with with the the election stuff with you know the um trump you see what he did he is he's re-inspired um racism that we probably haven't seen in 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 the, in the normal functioning um america in a long time um he just you know Yeah. It's been there, and you're right in that aspect that we haven't seen it, but it's been there for those. Oh, I, I, he, he, I never doubted it was right under the surface, but what he kind of did was he made it where they were just like, you don't, ha- it, you don't have to hide it anymore, you know. Yeah. And oh, oh, no matter what they say, they can say whatever they want to say. If you're wearing a Make America Great Again hat, it's the same as a Confederate flag shirt. Well, see, I, I've, I've, I've talked about that stuff, too. Here here in Indiana, in, we were on the, the right side, the winning side of the, the Civil War. Um, I, will, I can accept that Confederate flag is a dual sign of hate and a sign of kick-ass redneck culture. Um, I, I, you know, so just the flag, when I was growing up, the flag meant war instantly. Um. But now, you know, I look, I look at it, and it's got to be a multiplier. If I see Confederate flag and a MAGA hat, he's a racist. Um, if I see a Confederate flag and you're scowling at me, um, he's a racist. If I see a Confederate flag and the police brutality flag, he's a racist. Um, he or she, I'll say it like that. Um, but the flag by itself, um, before... I'm going to say I'll, I'll accept it within before the last couple of years. Now it is um, just in bad taste to to wear the MAGA shit or the Confederate flag. 
because it is they are both symbols of hate. If you're in a community, you know, a rural community, they see the world because all they watch is Sean Hannity. They they don't see what the rest of the world sees. They don't get those headlines. You talk about news being um, hidden. Uh, when you talk to those people, I was reading Stormy Daniels' book, and I worked with this white gal, country girl. Uh, we were we were friends. We were you know real playful friends. And uh, I was like, look at what book I'm reading, because she loved Donald Trump. So I was like, look what book I'm reading. She was like, who is that? She had never heard of Stormy Daniels because all she watches is Fox News, you know. And that and that lets you know like how out of touch these people are, you know. And then you know, dumb Don's telling them don't 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 listen to liberal news. So now they're doubting everything that people that they say, and that's very dangerous. And I think it should be criminal. Um, after we get his dusty ass out of the um, White House, there's so much, so many things I think they have to fix to try to keep this stuff, you know, from 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 getting further. You see what happened to dude in Nashville? Oh, the bomber? Yeah, the terrorist. Yeah. Trump guy, you know. The what? You know what that is? The man and a boo boo. <laughs> you know what that is, right? Yeah. Like, you know, you can't yeah. catch That's them doing some shit, and there's nothing you can do about it. We're going to show you this shit and what you're going to do about it. This man just murdered nine, well, nine to 12 people in a church. we taking them to Burger King. Bro, I swear to God, I, I got lost in a rabbit hole today. Look up the name. Jeremy, man, this dude, he's a serial police, uh, what do they call it, what they pretend to be somebody? Imposter? Uh, it's like imitating a police officer. Imposter, yeah. There's an actual charge for it. Oh, impersonating a, a law enforcement agent? Impersonating law, law enforcement, exactly. Hang on. Let me see if I can find out what his name is. This cat, for years, was rolling around protecting funerals. And all his vehicles looked like they was like cop cars. His uniform like cop uniform. Like all his employees look like cops. And then I'm just watching this dude and how the police are treating him. They gave him so many, so many chances. Jeremy DeWitt. D-E-W-I-T-T-E. Anybody that hears this podcast, please look this dude up. It's so entertaining. Just watching and inform, being informed of that's how, that's how y'all get treated. That's the shit y'all get to do. The cops is basically telling this man, you can't do this. Uh, a short example is his, cop, his, his, his uh, protection services vehicles have actual flashlights on them, right? Instead yeah. of red and blue, they're orange and purple. <laughs> the actual stature, or whatever the law Statues, is, yeah. that, that the, uh, uh, a vehicle that's escorting a funeral service has to be either in the front or in the back and have flashing lights of either purple. 
So what? So what was the guy doing? It's like in when they talk about one of the police reforms, like they wanted cops to be assigned to a a beat, um, and I've talked about it on the on the show before too. Is where you know the kids, you know the people in the neighborhood, and you know that kid is not a threat. He may be dressed like what you're trained um, to identify as a threat, but that kid is not a threat. Yeah, and that's how that's why they let some of those good old boys. You know, go. It's just like because when I was in high school, our boys' club basketball team. I didn't go to this game. They, matter of fact, I I didn't join until after this. This shows my mentality. Um, they went to this little uh, inbred town and they beat the guys. They beat the team so bad um, that they adult men were shooting at this. You know, we were like 14, 15 years old shooting at the boys' club van. Um, they shot the mirror off, so they weren't just shooting rent. They were shooting the hit. They shot the mirror off the van, um, shot out some windows. Um, so a bunch of the kids, when they got back, they quit. Um, so I, so so my dumbass joins the team because <laughs> that sounds like fun to me. Uh, except I was going to shoot back. Um, and then when they went to the police station, they was like, "Oh, that's just such and such." Um, they're, they're good old boys. They don't mean no harm. And they didn't, and they didn't do anything to them. And they had, the team had a white coach. Um, you know, we had a bunch of white players too, but they just didn't, it wasn't a, I don't think the, the way that the other people that was there talked about it was, it wasn't a, oh, you're black. It don't matter. It was a, oh, they don't mean any harm. They're just messing around that type of mentality, you know, um, you know, is and that's that's the thing when you take people from outside of the urban community and tell them that everybody that sags and do rags and all of that is a threat. Um, that's when you have those um, incidences is piss poor training, um, like the dude that shot um, Belendo Castile in Minneapolis. That cop, I don't think was a violent asshole. I think his it was just really really bad training. Like that that guy was absolutely no threat um they shot him he saw the braids and saw the gun and he said to hell with a permit and he shot him because he was trained to think that 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 meant that equal to threat black 
skin, braids, now, you're a threat. Uh, he walks. He walks. Like, the guy walked. He walks. That's what happens. They walk and they give the family $3 million. Now, Would, but just because there's just because there's so many more, you know, yeah. and and here's yeah. the thing, you but you know what you don't see on the news, Eric. You know what you don't see on the. I don't want to keep seeming like I'm trying to add mud to my man's name, but I feel like okay, you know Rosa Parks, right? No, I've never heard of her. Go ahead. The story. Yeah. Of the real story of. Oh no! What what is your version of the real story? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I heard about that. I, yeah. And, and they was like, huh, that's a good, uh, that's a good, that would make for a good story if we could just clean her, clean her up a little bit. So let's put an older, uh, more polished spin on it. So they, that's when they replaced But you, you act like the Rosa Parks thing was, it was, you act like it was a bad thing. That, that started, no, no, that started no, a lot. No, 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 no. It's not a bad thing because of the outcome. It's a bad thing if you Eric, Eric. Now, now what they're doing now is they're doing it in reverse. Like that was because they were trying to push something forward. Now they're trying to maintain the status quo. That's why they put it. They're pushing. If you look at the people that they choose to have on the news, they could pick and choose any of them, but they always choose the worst example. What? Is all my point. Philando was a good. You know what made the Philando Castile. No, no, you if you if you are black and you go and get a permit to carry a, a firearm um, and you carry and you open carry it, that's a that's a you problem. That is an absolute fucking you problem. That is a you problem. We don't have the same rights. Wait, 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 wait. You said a you problem? If you as a black man think that you have the right, the the actual right, not the on paper right, the actual right that your life is made safer by open carrying a firearm and you get popped by the cops that is a you problem that is 100% a you problem I carry I had a permit no it is it is an ignoramus for one I'm a I'm against open carry open carry is a that is a micro penis that's a micro penis act there is no need to open carry there is no need to open carry Yeah, and even, you know, how they tell you, if you get pulled over and they ask you got any firearms, fuck you. I haven't done anything that's going to get my car searched. So if you ask me, officer, do I have, hell no, I don't have a firearm. You know what I'm saying? Hell no, because it's none of your business, because I know I'm not going to do anything to get my car searched. Now, that I'm in disagreement, because that's why I say it's a us problem. Because. I'm talking about the open carry. It was a, oh, there is no open carry in your car. 
No, 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 no. If I got it in my car, it's my business. I'm not telling you. I had a permit. That's what I'm telling you. I had a permit to carry. I let it expire. I let it expire. I let it expire. It is a weapon in your car. If you say no, it's going to get worse. Only if they search. What am I doing that's going to get my car searched? If they search my car and they find it, it is a misdemeanor. If I show it to him, he's going to shoot me dead. So what are you going to do? I'm going to. I don't have it. No, it, it ain't. It is not his business. It's not his business. What's in my car? I'm not. I'm not threat. I'm not a threat to him. I'm not a threat to him until he's a threat to me. I'll meet you in the middle of we can't do what they do. One hundred percent. Yeah, especially like that. Well, here's here's my thing. You can, the you can, until you come into any interaction with the cop or the United States judicial system. Those, to me, are the two we ain't budged since the 40s. Um, a black man still going to go in there and be innocent and <laughs> get sent to uh, sentenced to life. Um, and you can get killed by a cop just like the same way you could in the 1940s in the South. Those two things have not budged. Um, Business-wise, um, housing, there's been, you know, it could still use some work. Um, employment could still use some work. Education could still use some work. We're saying, we're saying the same thing, but I just don't want it to get lost to anybody that hears this to make them think that you are saying that it's okay. Why is you saying it's a you problem? I think, you know, I think we're saying the same thing. I don't have no sympathy. I don't, like, just like if you live in that gangster, if you live in a gangster lifestyle, if you out there in the streets, in them streets, robbing folks if i love you and you and you fall i'm gonna love you i'm gonna mourn you but you know that's the life you chose that's the life you chose yes but you also have to take that to the fact of not to that but you gotta give acknowledgement that some of the individuals that are on that path their minds are so I know. So there's, yeah, if there's, there's, there's no bringing them back. I am not above. I am not above. That makes them, that makes them, at the end of the day, you are responsible for your own choices. But if you don't even know, you're not even making, when you're only making 35% of the choice, because you choose them from the choices that, that they present you, you don't even know that there's certain options out there for you. So, no, I I agree. I I agree, but it's still a it's a it's a it's a choice. If you choose, if you choose to to swim swim with the sharks and you get your head bit off, you chose to swim with the sharks. I'm gonna mourn you if I know you. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna I'm gonna feel for you and pray for your family, you know, because no, loss is no, loss. I can, I can but you that. made that I, choice. I, I if you mean that way, I can mean that way more for someone who was not brought up in that environment and at 30, 40 years old they decided they were gonna take that route. I can I can agree with you there. 
like, some of these some of these minds ain't know nothing but the mud. Yeah. They don't know but what? Yeah. I, but here's my. I'm. I'm. I am not. I'm not above throwing away a whole generation. Is you know to 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 fix the next to fix the next generation. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If they, yeah, if if they're if they're redeeming, if they if if you can redeem them, redeem them. But you you try to teach them when they're when they're when they're young. If you can reach them, reach them. Uh, but when they get to a certain point, like when people, like I had a dude in my hometown. Um, there was a it was again it was a little racial incident um, outside of a nightclub, and um, we're trying to calm dude down. You know, um, he was just like, nah. You know, he he said this or said that. The police, we was trying to calm him down because the police was walking up. So the police come up, calm. You know, these were actually decent acting cops, and they seen that we were we had this situation trying to calm it down. But dude would not calm down, and he punched the dude in front of the cops. I, 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 ain't, I ain't you know that's a you that's a that's a choice you made. Um, deal with it. If your reputation, if your reputation. Is is no? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what. Yeah, it's like you you still make those choices. If 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 I can reach you, I reach you. What what is? Yeah, we got a bunch of them in Chicago. Thing too is it's, you gotta but but Eric this is this is what scares me about your um, openly expressed cynicism that stuff weighs on you and it and it shows and this is what I'm saying when you see people when I worked I was a uh, uh, an employment coordinator for one of these temp agencies um, there was only very few jobs very few contracted places that didn't take felons but 
when you when somebody comes in there, you ain't gonna hire me anyway because I'm a felon. You know, when you have that felony attitude, they're gonna see that in an interview. And that was my job to sit there and interview people. And I love studying people. You know, and you yeah. see some people are actually unemployable. And I think they should I ain't gonna say they should be able to go get a, a SSI check, but some people just and it's when you have that mentality of they're not gonna hire me, this ain't for me, um, they're gonna fuck me, you know, um, that that shows that that puts out there, no, you know. I get that, but that ain't where mine comes from. Mine comes from I honestly feel like I mean I'm I'm gonna give you two exa- like examples of my feeling. I feel like I'm in a room full of a bunch of people. Everyone's sitting down with me and I'm yelling at the top of my lungs that the building is on fire and no one's moving. Everyone's looking at me like I'm crazy. I see the smoke. I smell the smoke. Y'all don't see it? That's one example. You know what drink champs is? Yeah. Man, Nori been doing his thing. I'm gonna give you three episodes that, that put me on like okay. Have you seen his have you seen his food show? His eating show? I see a clip from that where Pharrell was talking about telling that he would tell the police. But I'm just saying it's 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 like I'm almost as 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 cynical as you, um, but I, I I give it I give it a chance I give I give I give the person's word a a chance or I don't automatically I don't openly dismiss it. Um, it's just like sometimes you can give them a look like I like if you're buying a used car, man. I know you're just feeding me shit, um, but I don't have time to argue and debate with you. I, I know what I'll accept and I know what I won't. So it don't even matter. You know what I mean? So it's 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 just like that's how I look at it. It's like whatever you're trying to sell me, I don't have to tell you that I know you you're, you're full of shit. Um, if you disrespect me, 
you know, thinking that you're going to get away, you know, like that's what I said, if I give you the look and you keep going, then I know you don't respect me and I'm not going to, and, and, I'm, and I'm probably not going to purchase from you. things that happen and talking about 2020 it's like I'm going to catch some flack for my opinions and I'm going to stand on my square and coronavirus ain't what they say it is it's something that ain't what they say it is the elections ain't real like this is how deep my citizenship runs as far as world global domination type shit the, the Illuminati and yada 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 the elections is real the fact that Donald Trump even won the, air quotes, won the elections, <laughs> air quotes around the elections, to show you that them shits ain't real. Yeah. Uh, and I do want to talk about something. That we're going to talk about Kamala Harris here in a minute. You but, better hurry it up. You you kind of long-winded. <laughs> I'm just listening this to me. You go back and listen to this. You got 75% of the audio. No, I agree. I, I agree that I believe there is a, a power um, behind the elections. Um, I think people, I, I, you know, I don't know if they're manipulating people's votes or not, but I think there is somebody behind that's really in charge. And you see where it happened with uh, George Jr. Um, it happened with um, President Clinton and Obama. Uh, when it's just like their second or third, you know, year in, all of a sudden these motherfuckers aged, you know what I'm saying, like 10 years. It didn't happen to dummy because I don't think a responsible person that really runs the world would have given him like, you know, so yeah, we have alien technology. Um, they wouldn't. They, yeah, they wouldn't include him on that. He was just a, he was a buffoon. Um, and it lets me know if he didn't blow the world up as close as he came, um, <laughs> you know, um, I think I, I don't fear an idiot, another idiot president. Um, well, just because he was, well, he's a, the president, I think is a, he's a, is, he's a, a figure. He or she's a figurehead. Um, is a figurehead, um, a, can, can be a scapegoat, but they know. I think that's that's, that's what they're that, told. I think that's the that's, that's where they the that's where they tell them. They come to them and they say, "Hey, look, you you're not in charge." And to show you you're not in charge, take all your clothes off, and whoever is really in charge, you know, probably ass rapes them, um, you know, just to show them, just show them true what true hey. dominance what true dominance hey. looks like. You know what I'm that, saying? That is not. That's the thing. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I would not be surprised. But but why would you do? Why would somebody responsible tell that shit to Donald Trump? Tell him what really works. He would ran right out and told. And I think those presidents, Kennedy, other presidents that were assassinated, I think were told the truth and um, and threatened threatened the What? Yeah, I can't remember. It was a it was an insignificant one. Nah, he wasn't insignificant, but it was 
1920 who, or who, 1910, 1920. When you look back, bro, it's, when you stop speaking in parables, man, who was it? Which president was it? See, that's when I say insignificant. When I say when I say insignificant, that that's what I mean. If you can't remember his name, you, everybody can name 10, 10 there's probably 10 significant presidents in my life, in, not in my lifetime, but in in our in our country. We probably got 10 significant presidents that everybody um could could probably list 10 presidents. Yeah. What's your thoughts? Um, I think she looks dynamite in jeans. Um, yo, yo, <laughs> yo. No, I think she's. Here's my thing. She. What impresses me the most about people like I thought Elizabeth Warren. Well, Bernie. First of all, if I had my, it would, Bernie would have been president. Second would have been um, uh, uh, Elizabeth Warren, um, and Kamala would not have been a choice of mine just because she was her prosecutor. Like you have to, if she admitted to the evil that prosecution. The, the, the prosecutor's office does um, the attorney the, the attorney general um, that's a lot of dirt and and I, I just don't think you could be a, a clean conscious person and and do that type of work um, and a lot of people in California who hated Donald Trump did not vote for um, any a lot of people who who were affected under her in California um, who hated Donald Trump did not vote for Joe Biden um, because of her reputation. Um, and I think there's something to that. Um, I like her as a person. I think she says a lot of the, the, the right stuff. Um, but like if I, you know, if I had my way, I would no, she wouldn't, she would not have been there. She would not have been my, my choice. I think she's gonna be she's gonna be more popular than than Joey Biden because she's more she's more outgoing um, she's more dynamic as a candidate. Joe Biden is not the a candidate to really get excited about. Uh, we just everybody just wanted Donald Trump to, to 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 go die in a creek somewhere. She's a queen on the chessboard. But if you okay, well, who who impresses you? That you, if you, if you, if you were Superman and you could, you could, you had the power of the universe, but you still wanted to keep democracy, who would you have as president? As president. Other than myself, of course, but go ahead. You know what? What impresses me? I like sharp candidates. When I was in, when I was, I, I like sharp people. When I was in the the, the military, um, it wasn't those gung ho guys that like, man, I want to go do that. It wasn't that I was scared of it like that. I was a young man, um, full of testosterone, and I think I would have did well. 
Um, but what impressed me was sharp people. You know, it was just like our retention guys were the sharpest, like mentally, verbally. And I was like, that's what I, I want to do. You know, so I, I did a little bit of that. Um, and that's what always got me was the, the, the you know, the, the smartest people. And that's what does it for me. Like, that's why I like Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton, you know, really smart guy. Um, Barack was, was really, really smart. Uh, Clinton did some dumb shit. You know. now, now you mean you like them as if, as in how you like Steve Carell in the Office, the character. I didn't. I, I'm not an Office guy. I don't. I don't care for Steve Carell really. Well, um, no, I think because here, because I think a smart person will surround themselves with smart people. I think a smart person will, an intelligent person will think and find um, ways out of situations. And that was one of my biggest things with Donald Trump. I think he was just dumb, and his main focus was loyalty. You know, this is not a, a, a mafia gang. You know, that's when you want loyalty is when you know you're going to do fucked up shit. When you know... No, no, you know what? Yeah. Lo- loyalty, yeah. And I, I think a lot of people... I think a lot of people got a little fucked up about Trump, man, as far as his intelligence. No, no. I I don't five, no. Six, I don't I don't I don't I don't want to kill him. I don't think he's and and honestly, I don't think he's um openly I'm sure he's he's on record saying nigga. Um I don't think he's any more racist than most white presidents um that we have including um including Joey B. I don't I think Barack was probably the first black person that Joe ever spent any significant time with. Um, and I think it changed it for the better. Um, but I, I, I just, you know, I, I like smart people in charge of everything. Um, you, you, you wonder about them we are as a nation. How many charges does Donald Trump have as far as like sexual assault? Or I think it was, it was 13. I think, he, I think it's, 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 I think it was 13. Yeah. Joe Biden is on camera doing things in the same similar conversation with no. young lady. No, he's not. Lady, nothing. Bro. Nothing right. he did was it was would was, was is illegal. He touched some hair. We got Donald Trump grabbing titties, no, no, um, no, raping thirteen-year-old no. girls. So you see him molesting. That's a sign of some deeper behavior. Like, 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 it, like, yeah, we see it because the opposition supposedly is showing it. But I think it's Nana and Abubu because they ran on this shit that this man is one way and this man is not. They, they was the same. They know. Anybody that was on the left. When you can show me, when you can show me where Joe Biden discussed, bragged about sex with his daughter, when he, you show me where he kisses. When he kisses his daughter on the mouth, when he goes on Howard Stern and calls his daughter a hot piece of ass, um, that, all of that is disgusting. 
He's disgusting. There's no way that you can compare the two's actions. There you go. There you go. There you go. We have tr- we have facts that Donald Trump bragged about sex with his daughter. So that you know that that's not that's not decent people behavior. Uh, Michael no, Jackson and, here, and it, let me let me say this about this is my thing about this is my in defense of Michael. This is this conversation This is the. There may be uh, aliens in our skin. There may be lizard people. There may be mouse people. You know, but I'm not. Get, I'm not. I'm not getting in on that. But what I'm saying, this here's my thing about Michael Jackson. I like women. If I'm around tens of thousands of women, more than two are going to say that I made a pass at them. Okay. You know, that's that's where I'm with that. I don't think Michael. Um, fucked with them kids. Uh, Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby. Um, here for most of his victims, the ones that he gave the pills to, and he handed them their pills in their hands, and they took those pills, um, and then they woke up. Um, you, you know, later uh, he gave you a pill and you took it. I understand his power of celebrity, um, stuff like that. But the only thing that really stands out to me is there was one. And she was, I think, Sammy, one of Sammy Davis Jr.'s girlfriends that said he straight up raped her. Um, and that's why I have issues. You know, that's why, you know, I'm, I'm not up in arms about the way how he got treated. I just watched the Harvey Weinstein thing. Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein ain't even in jail. Harvey Weinstein is at home, probably still raping, raping women. And then all those celebrities, Ben Affleck, all those ones that. Who? He's not in jail. Look him up. Look him up. They they let him out. They let him out for uh because of COVID. Because of COVID. Something about yeah. Something about because of COVID uh scares or COVID threat or something like that. He was in jail. I think he was in jail maybe a week, two weeks, and then the COVID thing, and they let him out. And I'm pretty sure he's at home on house arrest. Look him up. I could be. Hey, if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, I'll admit it. But I'm pretty sure Harvey Weinstein is at home on his couch, you know, probably watching the grossest type of porn. Jeffrey Jeffrey Epstein might be at home on a couch. Yeah, I think he is. Yeah, I think he, I think he, I think he's. No, I think it's, I think people, I think decent, smart people are scared that there something like that could happen. And we've had, we as Americans have accepted that, um, everybody in that jail should have been fired for that shit, for, for them to be there. There's no, we have third world type of corruption. We have the most corrupt Congress in world history, um, openly. Openly, there's not even try to hide it. Openly corrupt, openly bought um, uh, Congress. We have when 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 that guy when 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 he was when he was killed with Jeffrey Epstein, the way he was killed, and for Americans just to be like, uh, it could happen. You know, no.
I was, you know, I don't, I don't, yeah. And just like they, and, and they want to kill the other, the, the girl too. They probably, I don't know how they're going to do it, um, but they know too much. They yeah. know too much and there's, there's too much power, um, you know, and I think that that woman was, she fears for her life. Um, and because of what she did and I, I uh, you know, pretty sure she did it, she would deserve it. You know, when you, I watched the Jeffrey Epstein thing on how he was luring those girls in and shit, which those things, like you're watching them to see how disgusting he was. But if you wanted to be, if you wanted to be a pedophile, though, that's a how to, it's a, it's a, a how to, how to be a pedophile, um, 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 documentary. Um, but it was just, he, yeah, he's disgusting. Harvey Weinstein is disgusting and i don't know this is my thing with this is a problem i have i know we supposed to be talking about 2020 but we you know it's still i think we're touching on a lot of subjects it's a part of 2020 why does the american people have more of an issue with raping of an adult woman than they do with molesting of a child like you get way more time for raping an adult woman than you would if you raped a nine-year-old little girl. That's my, that was my point. It's, yeah. They dressed up Joe Biden to be a saint. When this no, nobody calls him a saint. Nah. Nobody calls him a saint. The closest closest president in my lifetime that had come to being a saint was, was, was Barry O. You know? Nah. <laughs> There's, I was hoping you were going to say Jimmy Carter. No, Jimmy. Jimmy had issues. He was um, decent. He was almost too decent for the office. He never projected strength. Um, he was the first president I was aware of, and he seemed like a nice guy. Um, there was a lot of actions that he did not take, um, you know, and was kind of bullied by Iran, um, you know, because he did not want to waste or or spill blood, um, you know. And, and that's why he got beat. Reagan came in. Reagan, if you look back on Reagan, Reagan is looked at as a great president because of his... You know, you know Reagan is the blueprint that pretty much everything after that that came uh, was set up, right? No, I don't know that's what you why. mean. It, it does, but Reagan, Reagan, he projected strength, you know, because he, you know... He was and, a great actor. I'm not going to say great. I watched one of his movies once. He was okay. He was no, probably... Hey. He was probably a B-list celebrity. If you're telling me he projected strength, he deserves his. He deserves a He's a. He's a. He's a. Well, he he talked the he talked the right talk. Just like when you see when he was when he was talking like real like he wanted to street fight the Panthers when he was governor of California, you know, um, he had that reputation. Plus, he played cowboy, so he was kind of looked at as a as a tough guy. You know, then you come to find out that he was you know dementia throughout the uh, most of his damn presidency and that's why his cabinet his cabinet his cabinet went wild you know yeah do you know do you know that when he got shot the dude that shot it John Hinckley jr George Bush senior ex-director of the CIA was at his parents home a week before he shot the president. I believe I heard something along that lines. Yep, that's uh, he he what? was they are they are his their family friends. Um he was at his parents residence 
Um, one of his secret servicemen, um, they, I think his name was, was it not Haig? Brady. It was Brady. Brady. That was his name. I forget his first name because they made the Brady bill, which did something about crazy people not being able, shouldn't be able to buy guns. Um, or they made the five-day waiting period or something, cooling off period. They had made some gun law, um, again, and that was a Republican uh, <laughs> that changed gun laws. Um, now, now, uh, did he die? Eventually, but I think it wasn't of his, of his, of his uh, I think because he was, I think he was in a wheelchair for a long time. You know what is an interesting fucking watch? And I had, well, I took a criminal justice course, and my uh, professor was a ex LA detective. And it was after the OJ thing, but I think it was before the before the trial. Um, and he was telling me all of these things that never came out in the in the media. There's a show. There's a, and they still didn't even touch it on this show. But did you know that Nicole Brown Simpson, her next door neighbor, was uh, killed? Was killed um, probably a couple months before her. The prime the prime suspect was a handyman that Nicole Brown Simpson seen him in her driveway, um, hired him to do some work in her house, slept with him. The dude threatened to kill her because he had mental issues. Then he gets arrested in California and they show his picture. That's what, and the night she got killed, they show his picture because he killed the neighbor. Then he killed a waitress and they showed the, the guy's picture and it was the dude that she had slept with who had been following her. Um, she told all she told all this stuff to her therapist who who told the cops who had um, who had been following her. So then um, she um, she heard it. She heard the doorbell ring. She heard the doorbell ring and she goes out and it's Ron Goldman bringing her mom's glasses. And then um, they're both they both get killed. The dude is called the Casanova killer or the like the interstate killer. He was charged with and admitted to his brother that he killed her. He told his brother that he killed her and LAPD knew that, but they dismissed it. The dude was arrested in Florida um, and charged with killing five other blonde women. One of them being Nicole Brown Simpson's neighbor. And, and they went after OJ. Look at all. Look it all up. It's it's. I watched the. It's the the the, the show's on either the show's on either. Uh, it's it's on Hulu. I think it might be on Showtime. I think it's on Showtime. It's the. the did, somebody, did somebody tell her family that story? 
They all knew. Okay. They no, all I knew. I did, I did hear somebody told Nicole Brown Simpson's family that, hey, this is who killed them. And they were connected. They were either the killer or someone connected to the killer. And LAPD uh, dismissed it. But we're talking about OJ. I think he did it. And then, and then when Katie, in another good watch, Katie Couric, her interview, she thought she was going to go in there. OJ whooped her ass. He sat down with her, and everything she brought up, he just dismissed. And then, like, they talk about, well, why was the why was the chase? There it was no chase. LAPD said, hey, we want you to come in. We, we want to, um, uh, he's like, all right, I'll go to my house. They said, okay, well, we'll send um, an escort to make sure that, we'll, that you'll go to your house. And that's why all those police were there not trying to pull him over. It was not a chase. It was an escort. He went to his house like he told him, and he got out of the car, um, and then he was out with the police, and then they finally handcuffed him, um, you know, after about 10 or 15 minutes because he was turning himself in at his house. He was not running, and that's, and I'm, I'm telling you, and that's, you know, and, and if you, and it was a whole bunch of other stuff too that, um, Katie was just like, well, what about this? You know, with nasty ass attitude. And I like Katie, but, um, OJ was yeah. like, he was explaining that shit so calmly. Like, you know, she was huffing at the end because she went there to make him admit to some shit he didn't do. He may have had something to do with it. And, and they see that and they, and they talk about that in the show that he, um, that he had paid the guy, like he gave the guy like a $3,000 ring or something to, to kill, uh, Nicole. But it was man, it was it was it was crazy because I had heard that stuff, and then they would, uh, the the L.A. detective, my professor, was talking about that Ron Goldman had um, like Jewish mob ties. Yeah, they didn't touch on they didn't they didn't touch on that in the um, in the thing. But he had told me about you know the 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 neighbor and all that stuff too. Uh, well, not about the neighbor, but about huh. I heard it. I ain't even gonna call it a credible, uh, credible theory. <laughs> that's, that's the all like the one about maybe the neighbor. Okay, possibly the only reason why I think OJ did it was his story about his scratches and then the limo uh, explanation. What limo the, explanation? Benefit of the doubt, the limo explanation, but the scratches and the cuts and all that. He said he cut himself. He dropped the glass when they gave him the news in Chicago. What did you hear? That's the same thing I heard. Yeah. But you're not going to, like, like, maybe reaching out and punching and breaking shit, but they didn't say that. Like, to me, I feel like he was, like, at that point, you're going to tell what really happened if that was the case, and I don't feel like the, the glass was good enough. That's the only, that's the only reason, like, I give the benefit of the doubt that he was set up, the police, yada, 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 thought he was dead, thought he was the best suspect, tried to force the win. I, I believe that. But I got to give it 50-50 on he might have did it. Watch, the, watch that movie. There is, But my thing is, he should not even have been investigated with all of that. You have a serial killer who threatened her, who she had enough, who had she had sex with, who had uh, access to her alarm code. Um, all of this, all of this, all, all of that stuff. Like, that's the 
it's not a 50-50 to me. That when you see all that all that evidence, if you got if you got a serial killer, a convicted and confessed serial killer next door, killed the next door neighbor, and they went after OJ. No, they didn't even bring up. They didn't even bring that dude up in court. They when he got what got OJ what got OJ off was the um, that if if the glove don't fit, I mean if the glove don't fit, he must have quit. And that's what the and that's what it was because they said the dude um, when he told his brother when he confessed to his brother that he killed Nicole Brown Simpson and Ron Brown that he took the glove and threw it in OJ took one of the gloves and threw it in OJ's yard. But the glove was too small. It's it was it's it's crazy. It's worth it's 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 worth a watch. Hey, we're gonna wrap this up, man, because I don't think most when I be looking at my analytics, like most people don't listen to the uh, the, the the full two hours. <laughs> yeah, well, like I said, uh, this this first one was really about you know just us reconnecting because I think I, I, this is something I always wanted to do. And I used to tell Kev when we talk about in the future episode. This is how we should have been doing this shit for a long time. Yeah, if we, if we just, if we stay on top, we pick a topic and stay on it. We, we kind of bounced all the way around. I, and it's on me. I'm, I'm the host and I let it, I let it get that way. But. <laughs> yeah, well, I planned, uh, I, I was going to do it tomorrow, but then, because uh, I might have had to work today, but then I was also I was like, let's just go ahead and do it free. Because, you know, I am, everything's got to be a certain way. And I said, no, nah, I, I just need to talk to my guy, man. I ain't talking to you in a minute. <laughs> Yeah, we can do it again anytime. Anytime. So, so this is called the Bug, right? The yeah, the Bug Podcast. It's on. You can see, get it on uh, Spotify, um, uh, Anchor. There's a. There's yeah, like that, that's that's what I wanted to uh, the Anchor, but the Bug. You call it that because it's you put a bug in your ear, right? There you go. Let me. Okay. My 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 thing was. Um, it was a combination of what I was calling, because uh, I didn't want to call Corona, coronavirus, uh, COVID, none of that. So I was like, I'm just gonna call it the bug. Like when in high school, when somebody would get uh, gonorrhea, they would say, "Hell, she got the bug." That and yeah. also, let me put a bug in here. Let me try to give you a different way of thinking about something, because most people get stuck in their way of thinking and never really consider somebody else's point of view. But yeah, I got some. I got some ones on there. It was just like uh, I tried to stay. I wanted to stay more away from politics, just because like with those police brutality ones, man. I did like three or four in a row, and I was just getting so enraged. Um, I saw uh, you got some interracial joints on there. Yeah, me and my brother was talking about um, interracials. Uh, like I think it was Dayton and stuff like that. Then I got. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a little bit of everything on those ones. I don't like doing it with just me ranting because I can do it, but those always have the lowest listenership. Well, you know, as we progress into the new year, man, you get you like a little five minute little segment for each joint, where whether it's at the top or at the bottom, where you rant, you know, where you got like a written up rant. But I can see this because uh, you've been on it. Like this could be your lane, man. Yeah, well, because I kept I kept putting it off. Um, I kept putting it off. Let me mark this real quick because I probably edit all this stuff out. Let me stop recording. We we'll just talk. Uh, yeah.
right. Um, if you like what we're talking about, if you disagree, the bug podcast at yahoo.com, um, or you can go on the bug podcast, Facebook page, leave messages or whatever. Um, it's me, my man, Eric, go ahead. You can go ahead and sign us out. Yeah, that's what they said. It's uh, 2020 W-O-N, 2021. They defeated us. But thanks for tuning in. If you've made it this far, (laughs) thank you, and I appreciate you. Uh, Check us out again.